Teachings of Falun Gong from Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia. The teachings of Falun Gong were introduced to the public by Li Hongshi in Changchun, China in 1992. Falun Gong is also known as Falun Dafa, Great Law of the Law Wheel. The teachings cover a wide range of topics ranging from spiritual, scientific, and moral to metaphysical. Falun Gong was the fastest growing Qigong practice in Chinese history, and by 1999, there were between 70 million and 100 million practitioners in mainland China. The teachings of Falun Gong are based on the principles of Zhen, Shan, and Ren, which translate approximately as truthfulness, benevolence, or compassion, and forbearance. Articulated in the two main books, Falun Gong and Zhuan Falun. Falun Gong is an introductory book that discusses Qigong, introduces the principles, and provides illustrations and explanations of the exercises. Zhuan Falun is considered the central and most comprehensive exposition on the teachings of Falun Gong. According to the book Falun Gong, Falun Buddha Fa is a great high-level cultivation way of the Buddha school. In which assimilation to the supreme nature of the universe, Zen Shan Ren, is the foundation of cultivation practice. The concept of cultivation practice in Falun Gong can be separated into two parts: cultivation and practice. Cultivation refers to upgrading one's Jing, Jing, heart, mind, nature, through abandoning negative attachments and assimilating oneself to truthfulness, compassion, and forbearance. Practice refers to the five meditative exercises that are said to purify and transform one's body. Cultivation is considered essential, and exercises are said to supplement the process of improving oneself. Falun Gong is now practiced in 80 countries, and the teachings have been translated to over 40 languages. Contents: Qigong and Beyond, Cultivation, Practice. Teleology of practice on science, transformation and higher dimensions. Further reading references. Qigong and beyond. Qigong refers to a variety of traditional cultivation practices that involve movements or regulated breathing. It is practiced for improving health as a medical profession, a spiritual path, or as a component of Chinese martial arts. The term Qigong was coined in the early 1950s as an alternative label to ancient spiritual disciplines rooted in Buddhism or Taoism, that promoted the belief in the supernatural, immortality, and pursuit of spiritual transcendence. The new term was constructed to avoid danger of association with ancient spiritual practices, which were labeled superstitious and persecuted during the Maoist era. In communist China, where spirituality and religion are looked down upon, the concept was tolerated because it carried with it no overt religious or spiritual elements, and millions flocked to it during China's spiritual vacuum of the 1980s and 1990s. Scholars argue that the immense popularity of Qigong in China could, in part, lie in the fact that the public saw in it a way to improve and maintain health. According to Onbi, this rapidly became a social phenomenon of considerable importance. In 1992, 
Li Hongxi introduced Falun Gong, and along with teachings that touched upon a wide range of topics, from detailed exposition on Qigong-related phenomenon and cultivation practice to science and morality. In the next few years, Falun Gong quickly grew in popularity across China. Falun Gong was welcomed into the state-controlled Scientific Qigong Research Association, which sponsored and helped to organize many of his activities between 1992 and 1994, including 54 large-scale lectures. In 1992 and 1993, he won government awards at the Beijing Oriental Health Expos, including the Qigong Master Most Acclaimed by the Masses and the Award for Advancing Boundary Science. The content of Li Hongxi's books include commentaries on questions discussed in China's Qigong community for ages. According to Ownby, Li saw the Qigong movement as rife with false teachings and greedy and fraudulent masters and set out to rectify it. Li understood himself and Falun Gong as part of a centuries-old tradition of cultivation, and in his texts would often attack those who taught incorrect, deviant, or heterodox ways. Qigong scholar David Palmer says, Li redefined his method as having entirely different objectives from Qigong. The purpose of practice should neither be physical health nor the development of extraordinary powers, but to purify one's heart and attain spiritual salvation. Falun Gong no longer presented itself as a Qigong method, but as the great law or dharma, fa, of the universe. In his lecture, Teaching the Fa at the Conference in Europe, Li Hongzhi states, Many people aren't able to completely understand what Qigong is about. Since the time Dafa was made public, I have unveiled some inexplicable phenomena in Qigong, as well as things that hadn't been explained in the Qigong community. But this isn't the reason why so many people are studying Dafa. It is because our Fa can truly enable people to consummate, truly save people, and allow you to truly ascend to high levels in the process of cultivation. Whether it's your realm of mind or the physical quality of your body, the Fa truly enables you to reach the standards of different levels. Both its popular name, Falun Gong, and its preferred name, Falun Dafa, highlight its practical and spiritual dimensions, according to Zhao. Falun Gong real, uh, literally means practice of the law wheel, Dharma Chakra, which refers to a series of five meditative exercises aimed at channeling and harmonizing the qi or vital energy. Theories about the flow and function of qi are basic to traditional Chinese medicine and health-enhancing qigong exercises. Zhao says that the traditional Chinese culture assumes a profound interpretation of matter and spirit, body and soul, and Falun Gong emphasizes the unity of physical and spiritual healing, in contrast to the Western distinction between medicine and religion. To bring about health benefits, the physical exercises must be accompanied by moral cultivation and spiritual exercises as a way of focusing the mind. For Falun Gong, the virtues to cultivate are truthfulness, benevolence, and forbearance. Falun Gong draws on oriental mysticism and traditional Chinese medicine, criticizes self-imposed limits of modern science, and views traditional Chinese science as an entirely different yet equally valid knowledge system. 
Concomitantly, says Zhao, it borrows the language of modern science in representing its cosmic laws. According to Zhao, Falun Gong is not conceptualized as a religious faith. On the contrary, its practitioners, which include doctorate holders from prestigious American universities, see it as a new form of science. Prominent Falun Gong scholar David Ownby delineates three core themes in the teachings. First, Lee presents his vision both as a return to a lost or neglected spiritual tradition and as a major contribution to modern science. Second, Falun Gong is profoundly moral. Third, Falun Dafa promises practitioners supernatural powers. Onbi also lists its Chineseness as a par- major part of the practice's appeal. All over China before July 1999, says Palmer, the same scene could be observed at dawn. Hundreds of people in the parks and on the sidewalks practicing the slow-motion Falun Gong exercises to the rhythm of taped music. Yellow and red fa bangers, bang- banners hanging from trees presented the method and its principles. In the evenings, practitioners would often meet in a disciple's home to read Zhuan Falun, discuss its teachings, and exchange cultivation experiences.